Hey, welcome to the Healthy Educator Podcast. This is Jordan Hadlock, and I'm so glad that you decided to come make yourself a better version of you. Here at the Healthy Educator, we are all about helping teachers and educators show up as the best version of themselves so they can always make the change that they desire. I love you guys, and I will see you on the inside. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 56, looking collaborative versus actually being collaborative. And this is such an important topic, but I wanted to take a few minutes and check in with everyone. You are so close within the end of this week to entering uh, the month of August, which means you are coming back to school. Um, We're getting closer to that time. I hope that through June and July, you were able to renew and recuperate and actually do something for yourself so that you can come back as the best version of you when it comes to school year. Whatever that's going to look like for your particular uh, state or district, making sure that um, you are still the best version, whether you're online, whether you're part online, whether you are totally in person, whatever that's going to look like for your current circumstance, just make sure that you're ready to tackle the year with vigor and you're excited and it's going to be awesome. Um, I really hope it is. It's been an interesting uh, last half of the year and I hope that you are prepared to show up as the leader in your classroom, virtual or not. Great instruction and in education uh, will always Uh, be led correctly and in the same way, regardless of whether you are online or in person. And we need to make sure that you are ready and that you're ready to lead those students. Even in the digital world, they need a leader. Your students need you. And that's a big part uh, of your role in education. And so today, something that is essential that we're going to tie into is the idea of collaboration. And It's crazy because really, if you look back at like the last probably like 15, 20 years, um, uh, collaboration has taken off in education. When you talk about uh, broad sweeping uh, initiatives or uh, programs or whatever you want to call it, collaboration, the PLC process and collaboration is the... Uh, one of the biggest uh, sw- wide-sweeping uh, effects that education has seen ever. And we love it in America, okay? There's mountains of books written uh, on collaboration, and there are millions and millions of dollars spent every year uh, so teachers have time, extra time, to collaborate together and bring about the necessary learning that we feel for the nation's youth. And we've put so much into the idea and so much into the system and so much research is there to support the idea that uh, we're um, needing to do this. And they throw out fancy words, right? We use a PLC uh, cycle and we use a PLC um, process and we use, uh, in Hattie's work, he talks about collective efficacy um, and being able to uh, harness basically the the power that comes from uh, all of us as a group, uh, that groupthink idea being so much more powerful than uh, the individual. And there's so much into it that most of us in education are getting pretty good at the system. Like we're getting pretty good at the idea that we're going to have to work together in some way or fashion. And we're good at the hoops. We're, we're good at the meetings, uh, at least going to them and understanding that this is something that's probably not going away anytime soon in education. And I sure hope it doesn't. 
Um, but I still am seeing a very, it's a little bit of an irony, but I'm seeing a very large uh, speed bump in our collaborative system. And as I work with educators uh, in my schools that I'm in and uh, throughout the, the country, um, and sometimes even in myself, uh, I'm starting more and more to see and understand that true collaboration is a lot more of a personal thing than we realize. Uh, and I probably started to see this more and more in light of my personal relationships with those that I work with or even with my family um, and those that are closest to me. Um, but it's a very personal thing because what it comes down to is our willingness to analyze our thoughts and feelings about what it actually takes to create a shared culture of collaboration and then actually follow through on the decisions that are made in a collaborative system and doing things for the betterment of the system and all of the students and all of everyone involved is a very tough thing to accomplish. Um, I think we find ourselves like we could be well-meaning educators and we go through all of the motions with uh, our collaborative teams to do professional development. We show up at our uh, meetings every week um, and our, our teams go through all the motions and our schools go through all of the motions. But when it actually comes down to our individual mind being willing to uh, adjust or change what we're passionate about uh, and shift away from our, our underlying foundational agenda almost sometimes uh, and actually go in a different direction because it's better for the team or it's better for the school or for a particular class. Uh, when it comes to us being willing to give up the internal agenda, this is a way harder decision to actually be collaborative instead of just looking like it. Uh, we're great at looking collaborative. We go to all the meetings. Um, we say the right things even. But internally, so many times we're not really there. And we're not really uh, doing what's best. We're willing to do what's best for everyone as long as it's also convenient for us and fits our agenda. But as soon as it doesn't, uh, and as soon as the administrators have us try to do something that we don't agree with or don't like, or as soon as students are tough, or as soon as parents are tough, or as soon as our team gets changed and fill in the blank right with whatever uh, changes come, uh, internally we start to push back. We aren't able to analyze the thoughts and feelings that are driving our actual decisions in those moments. And when it comes to you leading in your life, you have to be able to analyze and adjust those thoughts so that you can actually do what's best for a particular relationship. Maybe even this is your spouse or your children or uh, especially uh, colleagues. And whether it's a great colleague you get along with or someone you don't, we have to be able to stop and actually understand what it's going to be best for that relationship and that team, that school, that class, that our family. Um, and this sometimes is a deeper uh, notion than it ever has been for a lot of us. A lot of us are collaborating or looking collaborative uh, because it's required of us, not because it's what we really desire and believe that it's going to be better uh, for the school or for our family or for anything else. Um, we're, we're going through the motions. Uh, we've got to be willing to step back and see the bigger picture if we really want to be effective uh, more in our lives and to help those around us. Uh, if you are really being collaborative, you don't get to focus on being picked on, left out, um, getting everything your way. Uh, we don't get to take the easy way out because we're tired. We don't get to 
uh, phone it in on days just because we're frustrated about our life outside of school. Um, we don't get to run away from our emotions uh, if we're actually going to be collaborative with those around us because that will not lead to the best uh, outcome. This is not going to give us the results we desire. Uh, unfortunately, I think a lot of us, we want collaboration to be more efficient. We want it, the idea uh, to be about shared equal work, right? And if we have more people, we can accomplish more because of equal work. I don't think collaboration is about equal work at all. Uh, and sometimes we're like, well, it needs to be equally divided. And if it's not, then we're not being collaborative. That could be a benefit, but I really don't think it's that uh, valuable for us. Um, the best results from collaboration are about the increase of ideas and perspectives so that we get the best possible outcome, whether it is more efficient and whether it is equal or not. A lot of times collaboration might not be more efficient. It might be far less efficient. Uh, in order to be effective, it, we might have to do a lot more. It's not always less. Sometimes it might be, but we can't assume that because we have a team that everything's going to be easier. It's just going to be better doesn't mean easier. True collaboration is hard, and, but the rewards can be so great. The reason there's such amazing research with collective efficacy and, and, and those lines is, is because of the increase in ideas and better perspectives. And uh, it's not that it's easy, <laughs> all right? Um, if you or your team are struggling, or if you're struggling even in your family, then come work with me. And let's see if we can analyze a little better where you're really at and why uh, this collaboration principle might be so hard for you when it comes down to actually adjusting and doing what you uh, think is best for the team or for the school or for a class or even for your family. I've got you on this one. I can help get you to a better position with a different perspective. I appreciate you guys. I really hope that we can make the changes we need so that we can actually be more collaborative in all of our relationships rather than just looking collaborative because that doesn't get us anywhere. All right. I love you guys and I will catch you on the next episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to become the best version of yourself as an educator. If you haven't had the chance, go take a look at HealthyEducator.com and sign up for our newest course, Rekindle Your Fire. This is a deep dive into making your life in education so much better. I hope that you're able to use this resource to better your career and all those around you. Love you guys. Take care.